I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download. That link is in our episode description, and they will give you a full match on your deposit. It is Friday, July 29th, and we have two MLB best bets plus two prize pick selections at the end of this episode. Let's get straight to it. We had another winning day yesterday. We have now been positive or even in five of the last six days. We swept the main card, but unfortunately our bonus pick was lost. We had the over in Dodgers versus Rockies, which was basically just the Dodgers, as they put up 13 runs by themselves. We had the Reds through the first five innings, which ended in a walk-off, which was a crazy sweat, but at the end of the day, that hit. We had the Cubs as an underdog at plus 125 for a half unit, which was that bonus pick, which they ended up losing to the Giants. And we will certainly take a 2-in-1 day, which was good for 1.5 units. And now our regular season record is 146 and 124, winning at a 54% rate, good for plus 24.04 units. Our first game, Seattle Mariners versus Houston Astros, which starts at 8.10 p.m. Eastern. It's Robbie Ray, a lefty for the Mariners, who's 8-7 with a 3.90 ERA, 1.15 whip, taking on Justin Verlander, a right-handed pitcher for the Astros, who's 13-3 with a 1.86 ERA and a 0.88 whip. We're going to head to Houston for the second game of a four-game set. While both teams will bring their aces to the mound in what should be a competitive game, but I have one team taking an early lead based on the pitching matchup. Let's talk about how each offensive unit has been doing before we evaluate these pitchers. Since the All-Star break ended, the Mariners have scored 23 runs in seven games, which averages out to a little over three runs per contest. The Astros have scored 38 runs, but in nine games, averaging a bit over four runs per contest. Against left-handed pitching, the Astros rank 11th in WRC+, with the 8th best ISO, since the all-star break when we look at the month of july not much changes the astros still rank 11th in wrc plus and eighth in iso and iso is isolated slugging as for the mariners they've been struggling out of the break they rank 27th in wrc plus against right-handed pitching with the 16th ranked iso but the entire month of july has been better for them but not that much better they rank 18th in wrc plus with the 10th best iso Right now, the offense advantage has to lean towards the Astros, as they've been better on offense all season long. The Astros have been one of the best home offenses in baseball as well, while the Mariners struggle slightly on the road. The starting pitching matchup also heavily favors the Astros. Justin Verlander will take the ball for Houston, who is one of the front runners for the American League Cy Young. He's also been extremely effective against Seattle this year and throughout his career. Through 245 plate appearances, which is a very large sample, against this Mariners' current roster, he's held them to a 216 opponent batting average, a 298 ex-WOBA, and a 410 ex-slug with an average exit velocity of just 88 miles an hour. He has a 2.60 ERA through 34.2 innings this season against Seattle. He's just pitched very well against them. Robbie Ray has been solid this year, but his worst starts have come against the Astros. Through 82 plate appearances against the Astros' current roster, he holds a 366 opponent batting average. 366 people, a 424 ex-WOBA, and a 565 expected slugging. That is not good. The Astros hit him hard, 
averaging 93 miles per hour with an average launch angle of 18 degrees against him. That's two miles an hour off of averaging a barrel against Robbie Ray. And if you're curious what a barrel is, because I'm going to use it in my next picks, a barrel is a ball hit off a bat above 95 miles an hour with an optimal launch angle of between 18 to 35 degrees. That leads to more extra base hits in that range. Ray has also had extreme struggles on the road, rocking a 5.09 ERA versus a 2.96 ERA at home. I think the Astros will get to Ray early while Verlander holds it down. So the pick is Houston Astros, first five innings, minus a half, which is the spread, at minus 115, that's 1.15 units to win one unit. The second game is the Cleveland Guardians versus the Tampa Bay Rays, which starts at 7.10 p.m. Eastern. It's Shane Bieber, a right-handed pitcher for the Guardians, who's 4-6 and six, with a 3.55 ERA and a 1.15 whip, taking on Jeffrey Springs, left-handed pitcher for the Rays, who's 3-2 and two with a 2.50 ERA with a 1.10 whip. These two teams opened at minus 110. But at the time of writing, we've seen the Rays jump up to minus 115 favorite, even minus 120 on some books, and the Guardians went down to minus 105 or plus 100 on other books. On paper, the Rays lineup looks terrible, right? And the Guardians are throwing to the 2020 Cy Young Shane Bieber. Guardians have to win, right? I don't know. Not so fast, at least in my opinion. The Rays are becoming the, one of the most underrated teams in the sport. Nobody believes in them anymore after the lineups they continue to put out there. They just lost 3 or 4 to the Orioles, and it seems everyone is ready to jump off the bandwagon. In my opinion, this is the perfect time to jump on, as the numbers would indicate this game should be all Rays. The Guardians really struggle against left-handed pitching. This has been a season-long problem for the team, ranking 2nd to last in OPS versus Southpaws. In the month of July, they rank 25th in WRC+, and they don't generate much power, ranking 27th in ISO in that span. They haven't really seen Jeffrey Springs, who's been very solid this year. And not only that, the Rays bullpen had a much-needed off day yesterday, because only Sean Armstrong pitched, while the Guardians have used a lot of their bullpen against the Red Sox. Springs has also been elite at home, rocking a 1.76 ERA compared to a 3.11 ERA on the road. Shane Bieber will get the ball for Cleveland. He's had a drop in velocity, but his secondary pitches have been so damn good that he's produced solid results. He hasn't quite looked like the same pitcher from two years ago, but he's still, of course, very talented as Shane Bieber at the end of the day. The total being at seven means this should be a pitcher's duel, but if you can believe it, the Rays can hit no matter who they put in the lineup, and they're one of the best teams in one-run ball and ball games. In the month of July, the Rays ranked third in WRC Plus against right-handed pitching. Third. They only rank 16th in ISO, but this is not a power-driven offense. They get on base, and they manufacture runs, and I think they can accomplish that against Bieber, who they've beaten in the past. In 25 plate appearances, Bieber's rocking a 318 opponent batting average, a 354 x Woba, and a 429 expected slugging, with an average exit velocity of 94.9 miles an hour at 18.6 degrees. That's a barrel. I'm going to ride with the Rays today. As the favorite at minus 115, I would also take them at minus 120 if that's what your book offers. I really do think that the Rays will win today. Both teams are traveling. I like the Rays at home, so I'm going to put 1.15 units to win one unit. And remember, you can always find my analysis on JustBaseball.com as well for the daily article. So, prize picks.
Use code just baseball. That link is in our episode description, and it'll give you a full match on your deposit if you'd like to play these. Because these two plays today, you will not find on books. These are only available on prize picks, so make sure you use that code. I'm going to ride with Garrett Cole. I'm taking his over fantasy. I locked it in last night at 42.5, and it has gone up to 44.5. I think we are going to see Garrett Cole's best start of the season. I really do believe that. His strikeout line is very high. He's at home, and the Royals put up terrible at-bats yesterday against Jamison Tyon. I think they are going to get crushed by the likes of Garrett Cole. I think he's due for a very good start. The problem with Garrett Cole at times is the first inning, and then he settles in. I don't think he'll have any trouble in this first inning against this Royals lineup that looks depleted. So I love his over-fantasy score. And on the same side of that, I like Robbie Ray under fantasy score. I don't really like Robbie Ray today. He's had his worst matchup against a team that's seen him twice already this season. He's also been worse on the road. I don't think he reaches 32 and a half. And it's not only because I think the Astros are going to hit him. Robbie Ray has not been able to strike out the Astros at all. In those 82 plate appearances against the Astros' current roster, he's rocking an 11% K rate. So even if he pitches decently well, I don't think he comes away with the win. I'd be surprised if he comes home with a quality start, and I just don't see many strikeouts. That's what you need to get this over fantasy score, and I don't see it happening. So just to recap, I'm on the Rays money line. I'm on the, of course I forget. I'm on the Astros through the first five innings. I'm on Garrett Cole's fantasy score and Robbie Ray's under fantasy score. And we have to remember, not gambling advice.